Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Mm, mm, mm. Prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. Good morning, good evening, whatever this is. This is Tanks and Tutties brought to you by Tubbs and Frankie. Let me I hope be you guys like that new intro there. To wish you a Merry Christmas. We are coming at you live. We got Christmas this weekend. It's so exciting. We got a big ol' winter storm coming to Michigan, typical. And uh, I just I figured I'd switch up the intro. I didn't expect to screw up the regular one. I'm not going to lie. I kind of forgot that this is the last recording before Christmas. Yep, I did too until I sat down. And then I realized that I told you I was going to make like a, a Christmas remix of our intro. And I forgot to, so I just went off rip. Uh, but hey. Merry Christmas, everybody. And also, six-month anniversary of Tanks and Tutties. Clap it up, clap it up. All right, all right. Let's get into it now. Enough of the bullshit. Uh, Regular-ass episode for you guys. Nothing special except roulette. We're going big. We're doing eight numbers this time. We're doing $5 a number. It's going to be charged up. Let's hop right into this thing. Frankie, how was your weekend? Pretty chill weekend. Very normal. Didn't do much. I did go out to the bar on Saturday. Kind of, honestly, this weekend threw me for a loop with having football on Saturday, like NFL football on Saturday. Wasn't used to it, so like I was out at the bar and the Bills Dolphins was on. And yeah, I don't know. It was weird. We got... We got some really good um, sport events this weekend between the World Cup final and the NFL games that we had. There's some big um, MLB news, not so much college football of anything, but it was just a good sports weekend. And I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks because playoffs are coming up. Uh, you know, we have the, the most electric time of the year. Had to use it. Um, just with end of the season for NFL Big college bowl games, the national championship, college basketball starting to fully get in the swing. The NBA is going, NHL is going, so it's all there. So, but uh, Sunday got to chill, watch some football games. Surprisingly, did not bet because I was forced back into retirement very quickly last week. <laughs> um, reminder: I got paid Friday, and I was in retirement by Sunday. So that's as much. But we're out. We're out of retirement. This whole paycheck, though. He no, doesn't mean no, that he no, lost no, no. his whole paycheck. He no, just, I set aside a limit. very small amount uh, and said, you know what, we're just going to see if the streak is back, and if we're still losing, then I'm just going to take a break. So I was on a small retirement, but then yesterday one of my bets hit that I had going throughout the weekend, and uh, yeah, we'll get into that later, but I'm not, not fully retired yet. So, How was your weekend? Oh, thanks, man. Uh, hey, listen, the weekend started awesome because Friday I got out of work, I came home, I hit a nice workout, and then um, I decided, you know, I want to get out of my parents' house. I don't know if I've said this on the show, but I live with my parents, so I've been trying to get out. My credit rating isn't very good because I just didn't have any credit, so I decided to check. And I was like, I wonder what it is, you know, and I found this app you can check, and it's a rough estimate, but turns out it's better than I thought, and I could go get a house soon, so that's going to be electric. I mean, charged up. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then Friday night, I uh, went out with my sister's boyfriend. His 21st was a few weeks ago. Uh, it was our first chance to be able to get together, so we went out. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Saturday, had a family Christmas. 
what did I do after family Christmas? Came home, worked out. I think I went to bed pretty early on Saturday. Yeah, got to bed at a decent time on Saturday. And then uh, Sunday I had a bowling tournament, uh, which I never – usually I don't like missing football like that, but I didn't get home till about 3, and it sucked. I uh, – not used to that shit, man. I'm used to, you know, sitting down at noon, watching the pregame show, going and watching all the games. But got home, uh, watched the Lions game. We'll get into that later. And, yeah, just normal Sunday. But this weekend, oh, I don't want to I don't want to do the weekend preview too soon. And it's a special one because it's Christmas. We'll wait. I don't know what I'm doing. But, hey, locks and long shots. We got I got two dubs last week. We hit the lock of Lions plus one. They were actually, did you see they were plus two? Plus two and at a half. The start of the game. Was it a half, too? Yep. I didn't, I didn't understand that, dude. And honestly, like, I didn't bet on them, and I was glad for a little bit because it got scary. But we pulled it out. I'm not going to get into it yet. Um, but this week, I've got a very, very special play. Okay? I'm calling it Tubbs's Tank Hammer Nuclear Hiroshima Astrophysics Play of the Millennium. That's a big okay? one. That, that means it's The Detroit huge. Lions, yes, the Detroit Lions are playing the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. And I understand the Panthers just beat, who they just beat? They beat the Seahawks. And then last week, did they lose last week? Yeah. Who'd they lose to? The Steelers. The Steelers, that's right. So you're telling me that you're going to give me the hottest team in football, 6-1 and one in their last seven. You're only giving them three points? Yeah, I'm going to take that, and I'm going to put as much money as feasibly possible, which actually I'm not going to bet it because I am retired. We'll get into that later. That Oh, my God, I have a story for that one. But this play, I mean, if you're a better, I want you to take anything you got and put it on this. Whatever's in that account. Take out a second mortgage. Take it now. No, no, oh, we would okay, never sorry. suggest that. We would never suggest that because nothing in life is guaranteed. But but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm just going to take the Lions points every week the rest of the season because everything's a must win. So, minus three. I'll get into it later when I do my Lions preview, I guess. Uh, but long shots. Hey, we hit a long shot. I'm back, baby. Lions same game parlay. Lions minus one and a half, under 49 and a half. Never a doubt. That was plus 225. I wish I bet it. I wish I just bet my locks and long shots. I mean, look at my locks I'm hitting at what? Probably a 60% clip. I think you've decent. said this every week. I do. I just. I just bet. I, I, I do. What almost, did I put it for my long honestly? I I've bet against my locks and long shots more than I've bet for them, and I'd I'd probably be up more money if I just followed those. But this week, I didn't really like anything, so I decided to just take a stab based off what I saw last week. I'm taking the Texans money line. The way they played against the Chiefs, they moved the ball, well, and this and week they got the Titans. And guess what? The Titans are atrocious right now. Well, that team so is the team you want to play. The Texans played good against the Chiefs. And they played it good against the Cowboys the week right. before. Like two yeah, back so I'm looking weeks. at this. I'm and that was out like without their top two wide receivers, too. And now Damian Pierce yep. went down, and they still played tight. Yep. I'm looking at this as like a Jaguars situation. The Jaguars have been hot. I took their money line after the Lions game because I figured they'd have a bounce back week. The Texans have lost two close ones. They're not tanking, unless or or they're just bad at it. So I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i sprinkle on the plus 200, even though I'm not going to take them in Paige's picks. But... I might sprinkle on that plus two hundred. So I'll talk to you guys next week when that hits, and we're up to twelve and sixteen on long shots. What do you got? While I finish my last slice of pizza here. So shout you, out to Domino's. You mentioned that you have not been taking your locks and long shots, and that if you did, you'd be up money. Mm-hmm. I, on the reverse hand, have been taking most of my locks and long shots. 
hence why I've been in retirement a couple of times. <laughs> Maybe, I, I feel like I've said this a lot. Maybe this is a turning point. Last week for the locks, we had the Bengals minus three. Now, looked ugly. Looked ugly to start. I think they were down 17 yeah, nothing yeah. in the first half. 17-3 at half. 17-3, yep. It was a breeze. Easy. I mean, put the L on that one for lock. It was, <laughs> I mean, what did it end up? 34-20 to 20 or something like that? I, yeah, that sounds right. 34-24, 34-20, something like that. Just easy breezing. And I think I'm just going to stick with it. The Bengals have been great against the spread this year. They got the Patriots, who, if anyone watched that game, yikes. Um, we'll get into it. Holy yeah. shit. But the Bengals minus three and a half. Like, I feel like the Bengals should be like five, six-point favorites against anybody, unless it's like the well, Bills. Did you, but Let me just say, it's in New England, and they got some shit weather, so just be advised. Okay, but it's only three and a half points. Like, right, I, right. I still well, think, and the Patriots have to deal with it, too. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, we're locking in the Bengals again. I might just ride this one until the wheels fall off, which it could be a really long time. Um, so we'll see. All right, I am 13 or 11, 13, and 1, so we're, we're making our way back to uh, 500. But long shots, on the, other, on the other hand, not so good. Like I said, though, maybe a turning point. We had the NFC uh, hunting in the, in the NFC North parlay this week. That cash, very Big sweaty. Big time cash. Very time sweaty. Cash. Um, oh, yeah. First two legs, I probably died five different times. I mean, I thought yep. I thought me, this sorry. thing was dead an hour into it even starting, and somehow we cashed last night with the Vikings, the Lions, and the Packers. It was kind of nice though, having one Saturday, one Sunday, one Monday. Only had uh, only had cool. to sweat out one leg every day. <laughs> yeah. Might just have to run something like that back again. Um, uh oh. Seven, seventeen, and three on long shots. Do it this so. week. You won't. Let's see. Who do the Vikings have? Lions have the Panthers. Packers have the Dolphins. Who do the Vikings? And the Vikings have. The Vikings have the Giants. I think. Oof. There might there might be a sprinkle on that. I'm not gonna lie. There <laughs> might be a sprinkle on that. Well, and you'll, that'll be even better payout because the Packers will be plus odds. Yeah, but the Packer Packers are Sunday night. Yeah, Packers are Sunday night too, so it could be a cash out and hedge type of thing. Could be. I I might have a sprinkle on that. That might be a balls to the walls parlay for me. But uh this week, yeah, Packers money line versus the Dolphins. Packers aren't Sunday night, by the way. I just looked. They're at one o'clock on Sunday. Oh, okay. Well they're the first Sunday game night Sunday. for some reason is Bucks Cardinals. Well, all the Gross. all the games are on Saturday because Christmas Christmas Day is Sunday, so they yeah, only I have three just, games on Sunday. They're not flexing anything, though. I don't understand. No, I know. We've had one flex. But I'm going to take uh, Packers money line versus the Dolphins. Listen, we need everything to get into the playoffs. and uh, They need a lot. Yeah, I mean, we have to if win. If they win out, so they have a 73% chance, though. This is a uh, hard-on-the-line kind of bet for me. If, uh, if they lose, it's a double whammy loss. If they win, it's a double whammy win. So... I'm either going to come in Tuesday and have my heart shattered, or I'm going to come in Tuesday and be ecstatic. So that's, I guess we'll see. I like our plays this week. I like our plays. And the Bengals, I don't know if you knew, they uh, are statistically the best coverer of spreads in the league. Well, yeah, they're 
I mean, last week I said they were nine and one in their last ten. They covered again. Yep. So. Yep. And then the Bucks last week, they're the worst in the league against the spread. I think we said this last week. Anyways, yep, let's get moving did. on here. College football, not much to say. We've had some bowl games, but they're all the stinkers because it's early. Um, the only cool one was Boise State. They had a nice comeback. And then um, Frank Gore's son plays for Southern Miss, which I wasn't aware of. Frank Gore and Jr. He, he went off. I mean, he had like, I think it was like 300 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and he threw a touchdown. Reminds me of the clip from Friday Night Lights, the movie, where Booby's uh, uncle or dad or whoever goes, and he can throw the ball. I just thought of that when I saw Frank Gore Jr. throw a touchdown. I watched that game on Saturday for some reason. Speaking of college oh, my football. Dad, um, my dad had a parlay, that's why. Speaking of college football, I did just live cash a bet on the show. Uh, we had Eastern Michigan plus three and a half today. Uh, the game just finished up. They went outright. They won outright, forty-one to twenty-seven. Forty-one twenty-seven. Wow, sweat-free winner. Yep, that's nice. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, yeah, I, I literally, I have nothing to say about these bowl games except for Boise has cool helmets. I think we get some good uh, ones it was next nice. weekend, right? Yeah. Yep. There's a nice one. I think Christmas, Christmas Day has a good game. I think. Baylor, maybe it's Baylor Monday. Air Force is on Thursday. I thought there was a good one this weekend. Sad, maybe I'm wrong. No, no. Like Kentucky and a Big Ten team? No? No. Friday is Louisiana and Houston, and then Wake Forest and Missouri. Saturday is MTSU and San Diego State. And then nothing Sunday. Monday we have New Mexico State and Bowling Green. Oh, that's the one. That's going to be a lit game. Tuesday is where we get the good ones. Kind of. Well, yeah, we get a good one. Uh, Wisconsin and Oklahoma State <laughs> on Tuesday yeah, game. at ten. Monday, the reason the reason I was excited for Mondays is that it's in Detroit. That's why, and I was thinking about going. Yeah. Bowling, then we so. get Georgia Southern and Buffalo, Memphis and Utah State, and Coastal Carolina and Eastern Carolina. So yeah, nothing good. Pretty the much good ones Tuesday. start Tuesday. There's because uh, there's yeah, good that's... ones Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Other than that, before I get into Michigan, Ohio State lost the best quarterback and the number one overall recruit in 2024. He decommitted. Yikes. Michigan Ouch. is just destroying this program. Uh, and he's supposed to go to Nebraska, which was shocking. Uh, but it makes sense. I mean, Matt Rule's a great college coach. And, you know, maybe he believes that he can put in work over there and get to the league. But he probably just doesn't want to sit, honestly, because he could probably go there as a true freshman and start with what they got right now. Probably. So maybe that was his thinking. And obviously Ohio State, they've got some problems. They have no defense. They have, yeah, they have a bad coach, born on third base, scumbag. Uh, <clears throat> but Michigan, we got to talk about Michigan real quick. They have been destroying the transfer portal. They basically said, I was a little bit weary of the future when uh, we only had, we were a top 10 recruiting class, but normally we're like top four, top five. And I think we were ninth or 10th. But now they are just picking up guys left and right in the transfer portal. They got a five-star O-line, former five-star O-lineman from Stanford. They got another four-star O-lineman and a nice D-lineman, and they're not done. And then they're picking up small pieces here. There's some receivers, some cornerbacks. And this is, this is how you win in today's college football, though. You get the guys that have already gone and seen fast-paced college football. You don't have to worry about sweetening them up, you know, coaching them up. Now you take these kids that already know what they're doing, and you just make them incredibly better. Like watch out! I'm t- I'm I'm gonna call it right now. 
December 21st, when you guys are listening to this, episode 26, Tanks and Tutties. Michigan will be a powerhouse in college football for the next three years. Oh. They will have a national championship within the next three years, and they will always be there. One, because they're going to a 12-team playoff. But two, we are just going to keep – we're just going to pull the Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State method where you just keep – you just rebuild. It's just a factory of going to be four and five stars all the time. And once – watch out once Michigan starts utilizing NIL because for some reason they're not. Like their NIL, I, NIL deals are shit apparently compared to other schools. But the new president of Michigan actually cares about football, and he will do whatever. And I love it. It's going to be great. We got J.J. for another year. Watch out. I saw Wisconsin got a guy. Tell me about him. Yeah, Wisconsin is also killing it in the not just transfer portal, but recruiting in general. Um, We went out and got a quarterback. And if anybody does not know, our quarterback, Graham Mertz, is transferring, which is great. Did he pick a school yet? I don't think so. Um, but people are saying it sounds like he might go to Florida, which would Graham be, Mertz. yes, which would be interesting. Um, anyways, no way, because I heard that that coastal Carolina kid was going to go to Florida because it was one of the two schools interested in him that offered his major. We'll see. I mean, I'd rather have Graham Mertz though over coastal Carolina boy. Mm, I don't know. Coastal's got coastal a great Carolina. offense. Yeah, but who do they play? Graham Mertz has faced big 10 opponents. He can make throws that coastal kid won't be ready to make. That's true. Um, anyways, like Graham Mertz is still a solid quarterback. Sorry, go ahead. Wisconsin went out and got former Oklahoma quarterback Nick Evers. Uh, he was the number seven quarterback in the class of 2022. Super excited! It's it's a Oklahoma quarterback, so that's a big deal. Um, I think he'll probably fit right in. I'm hoping that he's a starter right away because he looks pretty solid coming from a big school like Oklahoma. I would hope that he starts. Um, I think I think he will if he looks good in the spring sessions and the summer camps because he's gonna he's gonna be Luke Fickle's guy. He went out and got him. You know what I mean. So what frustrated me the most about this, which surprisingly you hear that and you're like, how could you possibly f- be frustrated about that? I'm gonna tell you something you probably haven't heard yet, and you're gonna be like, what in the hell? So Nick Evers was a four-star recruit in high school. His grandparents went to UW. His dad was born in Wisconsin. His annual family reunions are held in Wisconsin. Paul Chris didn't even offer him. Didn't recruit didn't him. Didn't even offer him? Nothing. Wow. This dude should have been a Badger from day one. <laughs> we should not be talking about him recruiting and transferring here. Yeah, I mean, so he's he's from Wisconsin too, or did he go somewhere No, else? he's from Texas, but his family... Okay. His family's from is Wisconsin. all from okay. Wisconsin, including grandparents that yeah. went to University of Wisconsin. Yeah, I feel like that's and he one comes of those to Wisconsin just... every year for family reunions. <laughs> that's one of those where you don't even have to really recruit him; you just shoot him an offer, and literally bring him for a visit, and then boom, he's probably in. Like, you dude was the number quarterback. seven quarterback. We had quarterback issues, and you weren't like, you know, this dude's in the state quite a bit. <laughs> uh, wow. Hello. No, and but uh, I have the family persuasion too. Exactly. So you can go to UW, man. It'd be so cool if I could come see you play. Exactly. So I, I love what uh, Luke Fickle's doing already. He's out getting some big, big things. I did see that apparently Wisconsin is giving out NIL deals like no other um, and offering kids that they would usually have walk ons five figure NIL deals, which wow. is. 
kind of crazy. Like, Luke Fickle's going hard. He doesn't give a shit how much money he spends. He's going to get the best team, and I'm that's, so excited. That's the thing is that Wisconsin is the type of school that usually has a pretty good football program, so I'm sure they're willing to go out and spend money on these guys. They should be. And, like, that's why I don't get it about Michigan. They just – like it's a Big Ten, you play in the easiest division of the Big Ten. You could win that for now. You for could now. win that USC, division. UCLA might change that. Yeah, if they go in the West. But you've been in the easiest division for the last how many years, and you could win it every year, hands down, with your hands tied behind your back, and you're just not. I wonder what they're gonna do for realignment. Do you think they just split up USC and UCLA, and maybe put I maybe put yeah. UCLA in the East? I feel like they should both be West though, and then move like. Move like Iowa to the east. That'd be so dope because then we'd play Cade. When is that happening? Is that this year or two years from now? It's two years, isn't it? I think 2024 it's, season. I think so. So it wouldn't even matter because Cade will be gone. I just want to beat the brakes off that kid one time. One time. One time. I Like I said, though, we've talked about it. They need to go back to the old system. Top two, play in the championship. That's that's the simplest I would way say that's probably the most it. efficient. Yes, or re- or just do some sort of realignment and split up the bad teams from the West. You notice how my Throw, attitude like, changed on that ever since we actually got a coach and can recruit players? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's fine if we just keep the top two and yeah. <laughs> have them play for the best championship, you know? Yeah, I, Wisconsin and Nebraska could both be very good in the next two years. Well, hold on. Hold on. What? Nebraska are, we, are we jumping the gun on Nebraska already? Maybe a little. I'm not saying they're gonna go win a Big Ten championship, go to the playoff, but good in terms of eight and four, nine and three. Here, so I don't want to talk too much about Nebraska. Wouldn't you say eight and four, <clears throat> nine and three is good? Yeah, that's what I think they can do. I think they still lose to Michigan, Ohio State, probably Wisconsin, but I think they, I think they would, I think in two years they'll beat the brakes off of Iowa. No, that's a big time rivalry game. It'll always be, cl- always be close. They'll so, beat the brakes off of Rutgers. Well, yeah, I. I don't want to talk about Nebraska too much, but I I would say they are a very high ceiling but super low floored team because yes Matt Rule was great at Baylor, but we've yep. also seen that he could be an absolutely horrible coach. Now, granted, yes NFL, NFL is, so is so much so different. different. Look at Nick Saban; he went to the NFL and sucked dick. I understand that, but also you can't say that that floor isn't there. It's not as low as you're making it sound. Floor is like... After two years, after two years, the floor is 500. And then if Matt Rule goes under 500, I think he'd get fired. I would say so, too. But then you also... I think expectations are going to be high out there. That school is a former powerhouse. Like, expectations are high. I completely understand it. And then you also get, like, these recruits, which recruits don't always pan out. And, you know... Yes, you have the five-star recruits and the best quarterback in the class, but he could also end up being a dud, and then your team is shit because you don't have a quarterback. Well, and like I the potential is there, hundred percent. I agree. I don't know if our resident Nebraska fan listens to us anymore, but if you're listening right now, I need you to shoot me a text because I feel like Scott Frost may have employed his buddies versus the best D coordinator he could have found because their D coordinator sucked, sucked. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe he was like, oh, let me bring back this other former player for, you know, the media, blah, blah, blah. And then he just didn't know what he was doing because their defensive coordinator was bad. They and just, I just, they just wanted to hang it. out for a little bit. Yeah. And I don't know with how much that school cherishes their football team, I don't know how Scott Frost got so much time. Maybe because they were kind of bad before, but 
Jesus Christ, Scott Frost, talk about a step down. You go to you go to Nebraska, the dream, after going undefeated over at UCF, and then <laughs> welcome to the Big Ten, pal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's our college football. Um, next week's next week's will still kind of probably be like this. Uh, we'll probably talk about that one game on Tuesday while it's happening. What time is that game? Do you know? Which one? The the the, the Wisconsin game. What time is that on Tuesday? Ten fifteen p.m. Oh, never mind. Won't be talking about that. We'll preview it. Uh, small amount of MLB for you today. Uh, I'm gonna start because I only know I only remember where one of these guys went. Nope, actually I remember them all. But Carlos Rodon to the Yankees. Yep. Yep. That was one of the ones I didn't know. Big pickup for the Yankees. Carlos Rodon is a dog. Yeah. Honestly, so there. What was he in New York or what was he in San Francisco for a year or two years? Um. I think it was just one year, right? One year. Yeah. I can double check if you want. Is it going to bother a... you? Bother me if you're double checking? No, if you don't know. No. Yeah, a year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, the Yankees pitching wasn't amazing. I mean, you have they had what? Garrett Cole, Jordan Montgomery did okay. Nestor. And then Nestor is pretty good, but then after that... Or no, they had no. That was the bullpen guy. Yeah, I mean they just had they had three guys, but now you pick up Carlos Rodon, who's he's like a one A one B guy. He's the one B to Derek Garrett Cole's one A. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like I'm trying I feel to like be pretty good. I'm trying to pull up what the uh, another ALCS loss for him. So here's the potential starting rotation for the Yankees: <clears throat> Garrett Cole at one, Carlos Rodon at two. Nestor Cortez at three, Luis Severino at four, Frankie Montas at five. That's Frankie Montas was disappointing as fuck too. Imagine if he figures it out this year. Exactly. Like if he scary. has a normal year, that is a hundred percent the best top five rotation in all of baseball. But also, correct me if I'm wrong. Montas, Oakland was not a hitter's park. Oakland is not a hitter's park. Yeah. So then you go to New York with that short porch. He just got lit up, dude, because I had him in fantasy. Yep. Yep. So then the other one was uh, Carlos Correa to the Giants. Now, I've got I've got something to say about this before I let you get into it. I think this was a horrible contract. You gave a 28-year-old middle infielder 10 years. Now, I, I'm only saying this because I saw a video, and it was like, holy shit. How many 38-year-old middle infielders 28. do you think played this year? No, no, no. I'm saying oh, okay. I'm comparing okay. it to the end of his career. How many 38 middle inf- how many 38 year old middle infielders played in the league this year? One. One. Robinson Cano. One. No. Yeah. Maybe. I think it I no. think it might have been. I can't remember his, it was probably Cano. I feel like I don't it remember his name. Been. It was, I feel like it probably was Cano. But anyways, uh, Carlos Correa, like the knees don't hold up and he's not you can, you're not going to put him at DH. But you had to give him 10 years to get him because I'm sure he would have got it somewhere else. But I'm just saying, like, look at these long contracts. They have not worked out. Miguel Cabrera, we've seen it the last three, four years. It's like we're still paying this fucking guy. Prince Fielder got a big, fat contract. He retired. We were paying him a fat amount of dough for a while. Jordan Zimmerman, can't get him off the books. Like, I I I still think it's worth it. It's a big contract, but for a player like that who – is 
He wasn't even he wasn't even that great last year though. He was injured a lot. Exactly. Is, so you gave him dude that gets injured a lot ten years? Thirteen actually. They gave him thirteen years? Uh thirteen no. three fifty. No way. Yeah. Maybe he's twenty is he isn't he twenty eight? Stop it. This just got so much worse. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I I do think it's long. Um, twenty eight, and he just got thirteen years. So forty. I gotta fact check you on that. I have it on ESPN. I have ESPN's list straight up now because I actually looked. We missed a lot on our notes here. No, we didn't. We're only hitting the big ones. Well, I know there's <laughs> there's a couple more. Oh my gosh! Listen to this. Correa's contract is in doubt because of some health concerns. Really? Yeah. There was an issue during his physical today. Well, that'll be interesting. I'm sure it's probably yeah, so there's, a wrist there's a issue. contract holdup. Because that's what he had Damn, the problems that's crazy. with. Damn, that's His wrist, so... Look at this. The second article. Carlos Correa's $350 million contract will not age well. I mean, put me on Sports Illustrated. I could have wrote that fucking article. Yeah, I mean, it probably won't because they'll pay them... They'll have to pay him years after he retires. I mean... If he's smart, he could play for five years and retire and still get paid for the next eight years. Yeah. Yeah. But then you're not going to make the Hall of Fame, though. He Actually, he won't either because he cheated, though. That's also true. That's going to be interesting to see. That's going to be interesting to see if these We'll start getting get those in. soon, yeah. Like, who you who do you got? Uh, Verlander will get in. Correa As an Astro, yeah. Could. We've already done this. I already admitted he's going to go to an Astro because he won his second one. I'm pretty sure when I went on your podcast back in the day, I said if he gets another one, he'll go in as an Astro. I think so, yes. Oh, but let me retract that statement. If he wins one as a Met in the next two years, he'll go back in as a Tiger. No. That doesn't yeah. make sense. No. He'll be the first ever tri-cap Hall of Fame inductee. He'll have Tigers on top going forward. The Astros will be going backwards, and then the Mets to the side. Why can't he just wear, like, one hat and a half jersey. Oh, like two half true. jerseys. That's true. And then put the Mets on the hat because you were there for the shortest time, right? Tigers, and the Tigers and the on the left jersey. side of his body so it's on his heart because his home or his heart's always in Detroit. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay, who uh, else Who else on that Astros cheating team would get in? Altuve? Altuve probably not. Probably. But he could get in. Like It's he just going to be interesting to see if they do. Garrett like, Cole. Verlander will get in, no problem. Garrett Cole would be interesting because he's had a couple cheating scandals now. Be Anyways, I'm going to read Jordan through the list real there, quick. Right? No, Jordan is not there yet. You're going to read through the list? It's it's short. Um, you better be fucking quick. Noah Syndergaard to the Dodgers. We um, already did that last week. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. So maybe I'm a day behind. Brad Boxberger to the Cubs. Uh, Adam Frazier to the Orioles. Michael Lorenzen to the Tigers. Shout out to Dad Boy Reg. Michael Lorenzen, that was weird. Like... Hey, it might be cool if he hits a home run and it's like, oh, pitcher home run, cool. Ooh, one of my favorite underrated moves, Joey Gallo to the Twins. Um, With the shift ban, I think Joey Gallo's going to rake. He could. And going to the Twins, big ballpark. Anyways, Andrew Benintendi, five years to the White Sox. Uh, I'll skip over that big one. J.D. Martinez, going to the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that move for the Dodgers. Yeah. They're probably just going to throw him at DH. Well, they have to, actually. Yes. And then uh, they got him for, what, 10 mil? I mean, that's peanuts yep. for what this guy could do. Yep. Uh, Drew Smiley, nobody cares, going to the Cubs. 
Michael Brantley backs the Astros. Seth Lugo, the Padres. Jordan Luplo, whatever. Jordan Lyles, nobody cares. Matt Carpenter, the Padres. Uh, Adam Adovino to the Mets. And then the big one, Dansby Swanson, is going to the Cubs. Out of nowhere, too, right? Like, I didn't see anything about that. Yeah, no, I, thought, I knew he was going to the Cubs. Did you? Yeah, his because his, his wife plays gonna... soccer for Chicago. Oh, we I remember you saying that. that. Yeah, I remember you saying that. But I, dude, everything I saw was that he's going to go back to Atlanta. I'm really confused at what the Cubs are doing. I thought they were in a rebuild. I don't like this. I'm not they're a fan. Dropping dough. Yeah, they're just spending money left and right, and I don't like it. And they're probably they going to got... build a core for five to seven years and just going to run with it. I'm not I mean, a fan. Dansby's... Dansby's the perfect guy to build around. Agreed. And you go get Bellinger, who's on a revenge tour. Like he could, I feel like Bellinger is a guy that could just snap out of it at any moment. And then they went and stole you know? Brad Boxberger from the Brewers. <laughs> uh, actually, that was a good signing. But um, Oh, we also missed um, Justin Turner to the Red Sox. I don't know if it was completed yet, but... Uh, looks like Justin Turner is leaving the Dodgers because JD Martinez is going there. Looks like a straight up swap. And didn't he already? Didn't he already sign with the Red Sox? I said I don't know if it's confirmed, like finalized or not, because I know I saw. I saw it announced. Yeah, I saw it was announced, but I didn't see if it was finalized. Looks like it was only supposed to be one or two years. So, yep, he's old. That's JD's old too. That's, yeah. You're right. That was just a swap. But yeah, crazy news. Carlos Correa might not be going to the Giants. What happens if like there is an issue? Are they allowed to just be like, yeah, we don't want to give you that contract anymore? Yeah, yeah. If she fails, if he fails his physical, they can they can cancel the the signing. Yep. It'd be a voided so, contract, and they he would be a free agent again. And then they could renegotiate. He could sign with anyone. I'm honestly like this sounds fucked up of me, but it's not. I'm rooting for him. To fail the physical so that I can see how much less money he gets after the failed physical. That would be kind of funny. Maybe the Tigers can sneak in there. Ooh, ooh, Correa and Baez? Ooh, God, Baez is such a fucking bum. I hope he figures it out too, that fucking guy. I can't believe... Actually, no, I'm pretty sure... You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure from the moment that signing happened, I wasn't happy. Well, because you wanted Correa from the start. Wanted Correa from the jump. And but then when I started seeing Baez, I'm pretty sure I was texting you and our good buddy there. I was like, I don't fucking want this guy. I think I do recall that. And look at I'm fucking. I was right. I couldn't be more right. This guy sucks. Well, it was also only his first year. He's got like 14 more years to figure it out. Maybe we'll bring in the walls for him so he can actually hit a home run. Not a bad idea. (laughs) Maybe move the plate closer to the mound too, so he doesn't. Doesn't have to worry about oh swinging ones God, that are dude. short of the plate. It's so embarrassing because then it gets posted everywhere and everybody's like, oh, the Tigers paid this much for this fucking shit. Bah, 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 bah. Fuck, at least we got the Lions. Speaking of the Lions, holy fuck. Great we're transition. a goddamn wagon. We're a fucking wagon. I cannot get enough of this team. I This is the – this is – Honestly, this is the happiest I've been in December. There's some other factors, but a lot of it are my sports teams. I've got Michigan in the college football playoff. And they're facing TCU. That feels winnable. Last year, I'm pretty sure I thought we were going to lose to Georgia the whole time. I may have convinced myself last minute we were going to win, but I knew in the back of my mind it's over. But we've got TCU. We can beat TCU. The Lions are 500 in December for the first time since 2016. What? 
What? Are you shitting me? And, dude, it's just every game, they're doing shit where normally we'd lose, right? That Jets game. Let's go over that Jets game right now, okay? okay. Offense was stagnant, not doing anything. Jets defense is really fucking good, right? And then, guess what? The Jets drive down and they score, go up 17-13. It's a two-minute drive for Jared Goff. I'm like, great, here we go. Fourth and inches, okay? Fourth and inches at the 50 or whatever. Me and my dad are both like, dude, just sneak it, get the first down, no fancy shit, right? Boy, am I glad I was wrong. They run a play action. Me and my dad both go, no, and then he catches it. We're like, oh, 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 and he scores to go up 2017. Right there, back in the day, you know what happens right there? The tight end drops it, and we lose the game on a heartbreak. Eric Ebron. That's what happens. Eric, you mean you mean Eric Dropron? Eric E-Drop? God, I hate that guy. I'm so glad his career didn't work out. I was also oh, sweating man. that play, too, because I wasn't really watching the Lions game. I was flipping back and forth between it. And, like, I had them in my parlay. I needed them to win. That was the only thing I had going for the day. And, you know, they started pretty good. And I was like, all right, we're good. Jets kind of made that comeback, took the lead. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I was hoping, you know what, just kick the field goal, whatever. Because they were, no, they were down four. Lions were down four. They needed a touchdown. Yeah. But, I mean, talk about sweat. yeah, and then you probably sweat even more if you kept it on because they tried yep. to give the game to the Jets. Yep. Third and 19, they let Zach Wilson get away and complete a pass. And then it was like fourth and 20 or third and 20, and they they throw up a Hail Mary, and Garrett Wilson comes back to the ball, catches it. They had a 58-yarder. Thank God he missed it. But let's so, talk about that clock management by Salah right there. Too. Not, even the, not even the clock management, but the catch, too. Like, Did Garrett Wilson think he was going to get out of bounds? In time. I don't know. Because oh, you're talking about how he came back like crazy? Yes. He was yeah. in the field goal range. Like, he was within the line that had their field goal well, range. Well, he was running back because it was underthrown a touch. So, maybe momentum. But He came back like five yards, though. It was underthrown, not five, though. You're right. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. They could have been even closer. Like, he could have just went down. They had a timeout. He could have just caught it, went down. Well... Yes, but also, when you have a third and nine pickup, why why was Robert Sala letting his team run up to the line and waste 20 seconds? Like, I get sometimes you don't want to give the defense a breather if you got them on their heels, but we weren't really on our heels. Like, we had them at third and 19. They got a lucky catch, you know. Zach Wilson extended the play. You should call a timeout right there. Who cares? Like, the Lions have been getting on them, and now you're just wasting time. Like, I feel like we would have lost that game if Sala used better time management, so... It's exciting, though, and let's let's talk about a preview right now. I skipped over it earlier. The Lions need to win out to have a really, really good chance of making the playoffs, and it's getting real. We've still got we've got the Panthers this weekend in Carolina, okay? Then you've got the Bears. Justin Fields is banged up. Their O-line sucks. That one's at home. Then you've got the Packers Week 18. That's a little nerve-wracking, but the way the Packers looked against the Rams at home, I the Lions are better than the Rams. I'm not worried. Say. Not and, worried. Like, but here's the thing, though, too, is you don't, I'm honestly, I'd rather play Rodgers than Jordan Love. Really? Because Rodgers, Rodgers, when I've seen him, he doesn't really scramble as much anymore, and we're bad against scrambling quarterbacks. I feel like Jordan Love would get loose more than Rodgers would, and I think with our pass rush, we could get to him. And your O-line's still banged up a little bit. You got Bakhtiari yeah, our, still out, right? Yeah, it's very banged up yet. And our pass rush is coming along. I mean, we've got two rookies 
that have the most sacks out of any rookie duo ever. That's fucking awesome. You got Anzalone playing at an elite level. Shout out to Dennis. He hates that guy. Did I tell? You, did I talk about that bet on here? I don't think so. So Papa Tubbs, right? We call him Blondie, and it's Alex Anzalone. He hates him, and I hated him too when we were one and I six. I know a lot of people that really don't like him. Yep, it's because when we were one and six, this dude would just run around. And he would he would be there at every tackle, but he never made the tackle. That was literally yep. That was literally the explanation I heard from somebody at work yep. this week. They said he never got fucking Blondie. He needs to go somewhere else. He's always there for the play, but he's never in the tackle. Yes. Yeah, so when we were when we were one and six, I think we had just lost to what was our last loss? Whatever our last loss was, I the looked Bills. at my dad. The it was the Bills game, but but we were two and six at that point, or two and seven. It was the Bills game, though, Thanksgiving, because I was giving him shit all day, just joking, like, look at, there's Blondie making another great play. But in the Bills game, he actually played decent. So we made a bet. I said, hey, he, his contract's done after this year. So I told told my father, I said, if the Lions re-sign him, I will buy you a fake jersey, and you have to wear it every Sunday. <laughs> and he goes, well, what's in it for me? And I said, I'll, I'll buy you a case of beer. He said, deal. And now, this dude, like, he's actually, like, I don't like him. But I definitely I'm nowhere near where I was. Like he's actually he's making plays, he's getting pressure, and he's when he drops back in coverage, you always got to be afraid he's going to tip that ball. And I will so say I, I I I strongly believe we're going to re-sign him, and I am so excited to see my dad hit an Anzalone jersey every Sunday. I will say you'll never miss him on the field. He always stands out. Like you can always look at the field and just he stands out like a sore thumb. And I think a lot of it has to do with the, his hair. It was kind of like Clay Matthews. Like, you always knew Clay Matthews was out there. Yeah. Yep. It's the hair, but then also, like we were saying, he's just, he's, every tackle, he's in the area. But he's always late, and he was just kind of jogging in. But he's actually made some plays now. Um, the Packers, go ahead and talk about them. They're still kind of in it. They need a lot to happen. Yeah. But they're not out of it yet. Yeah, so... First half was not great. Um, it wasn't horrible, but like it wasn't it wasn't an impressive half. The second half was completely different. I think we looked amazing in the second half, um, minus a couple miscues, like Christian Watson at the goal line and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we need a lot to happen. I mean, we have to win out, including. Beating the Dolphins, the Vikings, and the Lions. Uh, not going to be easy. Nope. Could could end our season this weekend, to be honest with you. But that's not going to happen because we're going to beat the Dolphins. Um, but I honestly, I just, I don't even, there wasn't much to say. Like, I watched the game. I wasn't impressed, but, like, I wasn't, like, oh, we looked like shit. It was just kind of like a, okay, that's like, we got the They're win. Just- they're just a pretty average football team. Yeah, we looked very they're, average this week. It was not, I will say not bad, but they're not good. The one thing that was nice, uh Romeo Dobbs was back this week, uh first time in four or five games. And all week it was, you know, we're not gonna use Dobbs as much, we're not gonna use Dobbs as much, he's not gonna have a lot on his plate. He led the team in receiving. Um him and Watson actually combined both had the top two targets on the team which is 
a good sign going forward because that shows that Rodgers trusts both of them. And, I mean, the more playing time, the better for him. So he wants him on the field. I like to see that. So, yeah, I, I, I don't have my hopes up to make the playoffs, but it would be one hell of a run if we could make the playoffs. And I'd love it to at least come down to Week 18 where we could – make or break the Lions season as well as our season. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you. At if least that ga- if, if that the game Packers doesn't- season doesn't make it to week 18, I hope the yep. Lions season makes it to week 18. <laughs> You're such a dick. No, I'm telling you, week 18, if that game matters, if it's like, oh, the Lions win, they're in, and it doesn't get flexed to Sunday night, I'm coming out there. Maybe we'll hang out Saturday, watch the game on Sunday, yeah? I'd be down for that. I think that'd be wonderful, and then that way – if it's at one and they and the Packers do it, I can just leave and say goodbye. If and you can wonder, you can wonder my whole way home if I'm going to wrap it around a telephone pole. If we get to wow, no week. comment on me unaliving. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Of course, I would always wonder. <laughs> Doesn't even say that you would miss me. He just <laughs> wait. Time out. Look at this shit. Do you know what this is? That's your armrest. Yeah, it just popped off. The armrest to the chair. It's got. It's my brother's chair, so he probably rages and just beats the shit out of it. Oh yeah, this thing is. This thing is broke. So I, I kind of want to make a deal. Um, come. Week oh, 18. let's let's hear it. Let's make a deal. So there's let's make a deal. I ha- I've only thought of one scenario. But if if the Packers season is over by week eighteen. Yep. And the Lions season still matters. And you come out to watch the game. And the Packers start Jordan Love. Yep. And the Packers win. Okay. I will buy a Jordan Love jersey. And you have to wear it for both of the Packers versus Lions games next year. Wow. Now... I have not thought of my side of the deal for this. I know your side immediately. Okay. It's simple. So you said if Jordan Love plays Week 18 and beats the Lions, I have to wear Jordan Love jersey for both the Lions Two Packers games next year. Right? Yes. So are you buying it? You're going to buy it in your size. Oof. That'll be a tight fit. I don't know, though. By then, maybe I'm if not that small. Out, it wouldn't be. I, I buy my jerseys big. Anyways. Same exact thing for you. If the Lions beat Jordan Love, we don't have to throw Rodgers in there. You have to wear my Amon Ra St. Brown t-shirt for both games next year. Okay. Or if I, I might buy a jersey, so you'd have to wear that too. Okay. Well, not both of them, but jersey over the shirt. But if I don't get a jersey, you'd have to wear the shirt. Okay. Do we have deal. a deal? Here, shake with the camera here. Oh, I just hit my wow. mic. Fuck. That's electric. That's electric. Do I mean, we, that's charged up. That's charged up. Do we want to think of a another deal for this if Rodgers plays? Hey, actually, before we move on, if if we're not able to be together, just man's agreement, wear it the whole game. No bullshit. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm a man of my word. I would wear it. I would wear it. I don't, I don't mind okay. a Monra. So if Rodgers is in and ends it... That's something um, I'll think about for next week. I will unalive myself 
And if the Lions beat the Packers, uh, then I'll unalive myself. You have to dress up as Dan Campbell for Halloween next year. Ooh. <laughs> no, because that'd be kind of fun, actually. That's I was going to say, really that'd punishment. be kind of fun. Unaliving yourself is a lot deeper than dressing up as yeah, somebody for yeah, Halloween. Yeah. No, yeah, try to think of something. I'd be down for that. Um, I feel like it'd have to be a little bit lighter on you and heavier on me. Why am I talking about Rodgers like he's worse than love? It's kind of crazy that I'm doing that. See? It? It, it just happens. I don't know. All right, well, let's kind of fly through this other stuff here, except for this. Vikings had the biggest wow. comeback in NFL history on Saturday. That game was incredible. Like, they were so, down 33 nothing. I had a very... They come back and win 39-36 in overtime. I had a very small-brained um, moment. Actually, my entire time during this game, I had a very small-brained moment. Um, mm-hmm. So it was on NFL Network. And I don't have cable. Yep. So I was like, well, fuck. Like, I can't watch this game anywhere. Uh, I forgot that I have the NFL app on every single one of my TVs that I have and my phone. Yep. So I was just like in my extra room here playing Xbox Saturday morning. And I'm like, man, I really wish I could be watching this game right now as I'm on my phone <laughs> and have my TV going next to me and my laptop running next to me. And so then I was like, I was out doing something Saturday as the game was like in the second half. And I was like, wow, this game's getting closer got to find a way to turn it on so i googled how to watch the game (laughs) and then i remembered i'm fucking stupid you can just go on the nfl app and watch it there so i watched most of the fourth quarter on the nfl app which luckily i got to watch the best part of the game that was what i was like i mean you skipped over the first half you skipped over the first half which was boring even though there was 33 points it was so boring because they scored in the most boring ways spin zone it was a it was a big brain move because i didn't have to watch the boring part of the game there you go. There you go. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that game was freaking awesome. Uh, I I was just, I was a little bit mad at myself because I, I'm a degenerate. We know this. What degenerate doesn't bet on a team when they're down like crazy, when they're clearly the better team? Plus 3,300. And at home. Yeah, and I saw all these bet slips of people posting them. I saw plus I saw plus 5,000 at and one And it was point. against Matt Ryan, who's already blown a 28-3 to lead. Yeah, and then I saw somebody took Vikings win margin one to thirteen. That was plus ten thousand. Like, why didn't it click in my head where oh, Matt Ryan had one of the greatest meltdowns of all time, and now he's up thirty three nothing on, well, technically on Christmas for me, but I just for some reason that didn't click. So I'm just I'm very sad about that. But eh, what are you gonna do? I mean, if I bet it, they probably would have lost anyways. So yeah, I mean, you win some, you lose some. You just have to sacrifice for everybody else every once in a while, you know? Yeah. Bills-Dolphins was an awesome game. Charged up finish. Josh Allen, they needed No, it was two. electric. That, yeah, it was electric. You're right. They needed two to tie it up. And Josh Allen ran a design QB. I guess it wasn't really a sneak. It was kind of just QB draw. Dives to the goal line. All six. What is he? Six, eight? Six, six? Yeah, I don't know exact height. All six foot whatever of him is reaching. It gets punched out at the goal line. And I'm like, oh, he's got to be in. It's Josh Allen. He's got to be in. He's got to be in. And they called him short. And then they reviewed it, and they got it. And and then they're coming down. They're coming down. And Devin Singletary breaks free, and he's going to score to win. Oh, he goes down at the two for some reason. What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, I didn't say it yet. 
I was going to say, had, you didn't even explain why. I Yeah, sorry. Let me explain that reaction right there. I decided to take one touchdown score for each game on Saturday. First game, I had Adam Thielen. That was a sweat. They were down 33 nothing. I don't think I he had a fantasy it. point through the first three and a half he didn't have a, He didn't have a target until halfway through the third. He yep. didn't have a single target. And then he scored, I think he scored the tying touchdown. Yes. Or the one before, I don't remember. So we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Browns game, I took Donovan Peoples-Jones at plus 300, and he was the only touchdown scorer in that game. And I know I was texting you, I said, it's hitting now. Singletary's going to score. I just hit plus 300, the only touchdown scorer of the game. And Singletary wasn't even close. James Cook scores a touchdown. The third string running back, Naeem Hines, scores a touchdown. And then Devin Singletary, I gave up on it. I had the game on, I'm like, eh, whatever. There was also like six touchdowns in that game. Yes, they got close, and I was like, it's going to hit. He's going to run this in right here. He breaks loose. I get excited. No. Yeah, so I was at the bar um, when this happened. Had the game on. Everybody was like, hey, let's go dance. Let's go dance. All, all the girls were like, hey, let's go dance. Let's go dance. And all the guys that were standing there were like, no, nah, like, there's like a minute left of this game. Like, let's just yeah. finish watching this, and then we'll go out. Yep. And you know everyone had money on it. I was like, yeah, like I, I need a touchdown here. I have Bills minus six and a half to cash a parlay of mine. And a bunch of people were like talking about it. They're like, oh, yeah, like they're going to get a touchdown easy here. Singletary broke loose, and I was like, let's go. And he literally – I saw him go down, and I just screamed, motherfucker. Yeah. And everyone was like looking was- at me, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I texted yep. you. You're like, what happened? You're like, I'm not even watching it. Oh, that's yet. right. I wasn't even watching it. I turned it and off I was like, and I was pissed. And I was like, bro, I was like, I that's feel right. sick for you. Yep, yep. Then I, then I went to Twitter. The, probably the top trend was just Singletary. I click on it. There's the video. Dude, He, I, let's talk about the logic. He was also of short of the first down. Yeah. You said, you said okay, I'm going to go down in a tie game in snowy conditions so we can kick a field goal as time expires. I like I wouldn't even be this frustrated if they were up, you know, a touchdown or whatever. They want to bleed out the clock. Sure, I get it. Shit happens. It was a tie game. Get in the end zone. Tua has forty seconds and two timeouts to go seventy-five yards against in the a snow. good defense in the snow. Against a defense that was with, great. with like, fans that are throwing snowballs. Yes, like you've got defense on top of your defense because they're going to throw snowballs at the receivers. I couldn't. I it, it had to have been the second dumbest play I saw over the weekend. <laughs> We'll get to the first shortly. Well, I mean, we can just get into the that right now because Bills won. Yeah. So. Yeah. Bills won. You can't complain about it except I can. $200 down the drain. Whatever. What in the fuck was New England doing? What are they doing? So the thing I've I've come to in the last... Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's summarize it first. So I'm going to do it quick. Stevenson, they run on the clock out to go to overtime. It's a tie game. Time expires, but Stevenson busted loose. He's at like the 40. So he decides... I'm going to pitch it to Jacoby Myers, see if he can break loose. That makes sense. It wasn't smart, but it makes sense. You know, you could go down, go to overtime, whatever, but it made sense. And then Jacoby Myers decides, I'm going to chuck this across the field 20 yards backwards to my quarterback to see if he can run it in. Yeah, to see if he can sprint 55 yards down the (laughs) field. Mind you, one of the most unathletic (laughs) quarterbacks I've ever seen in the history of quarterbacks behind Tom Brady. Chandler Jones, former New England Patriot, which made it cool, jumps up, picks it off, hits the meanest no, well, stiff hold arm. Hold up, hold up. He didn't even jump. It was fucking can oh, of corn right. camped exactly. underneath it. <laughs> yeah. Probably fair caught it. And then Shut he up. just 
threw Mac Jones in the ground, dribbled the his head the off win. of the fucking field. Yep, yep. Now go ahead to what you're going to say, and then I got a point. So the thing that I've come to over the last 24 to 48 hours, um, like you said, Ramondre Stevenson's pitch wasn't the smartest thing, but like it, it kind of made sense. Like I, I could see what he yep. was doing. Jacoby Myers, was he had nobody on him. What I think happened with Jacoby was he was like, oh, yeah, like we're just going to go to overtime here. And then as soon as Ramondre pitched it, he was like, whoa, hold up. What the fuck's going on here? Like, yep. are we trying to score? Like, okay, I guess if you're pitching it, like we're going full pit. We're trying to win this right now. Right. And so he's like, you know what? I see Mac Jones there. I'm just going to give it to him. Granted, he didn't, he didn't give it to him. No. But also, I'm pretty sure Jacoby Myers was a quarterback in college. A lot, a lot of receivers were. I'm sure he played at, at, at the very least, probably in high school. Yeah. But uh, the thing that I liked, um, I don't, I don't know if I liked it necessarily, but it was just cool to see was that in the post game presser, Stevenson took account, accountability. He said, "I don't know what I was doing. I should just went to overtime and went down." He says, "Nobody's fault but my own." And then Jacoby Myers says, "What was I doing?" Throwing it across the field backwards to my quarterback who's got a guy on him. It's my fault. I'll eat, I'll eat this one. And then Mac Jones says, yeah, I should have made that tackle, saved the game. I could have tackled him. Well, that's the Actually, thing, too. Mac, like you, you're not going to tackle that guy. <laughs> well, no, okay, but that's the thing. You have to take any penalty you can to get him down. You cannot let him score, whether it's a face right, mask but also, or a trip or whatever. You right, have to but, do something. No, that wouldn't have mattered, though, because it would have been untimed down. They would have kicked the field goal and won it. Well, but then they would have I don't know if they would have been so. in field goal range. They would have. He caught it at the he caught it at the forty five of the Patriots. So if Mac Jones grabbed his face mask, got him down, they would have been at the thirty. So it's a forty six yarder. But it's Dylan Carlson indoors. I mean, you still never know. No, I know, and I'm saying it's hundred percent better than what happened. But also, you gotta you gotta think about the shock factor. Your wide receiver just threw the ball across the field to you, twenty yards behind him. In a tie game that could just go to overtime. Like, I'm sure he's like, what the fuck? And then he kind of fell before Chandler Jones got there, too. And you can't train for shit like that. So Why was Chandler Jones even back there? That's the other part. What was he doing? Go make a play. So what I <laughs> I guess he, I think he missed the original tackle. The yeah, I guess he missed the original tackle and fell down. So that's why he was back there. But Yeah, and he probably was like, just they're just going to go down and go to overtime. Because Stevenson wild. was getting swarmed. Yeah. Uh, let's hit these other ones quick because they're not crazy. Uh, the Eagles squeaked by the Bears, but Hertz is banged up. He's probably out this week. Uh, he's got, what did he have, a shoulder injury? Shoulder sprain on his throwing shoulder. Yep. Um, the Jags are hot. All of a sudden, they're in the playoff conversation as well. They're one game back of the Titans because the Titans have dropped four in a row. Um, it's like the Lions shit on them, and now they're going to make the playoffs. It's like. Lions, Lions is a team you don't want to play. I'm just gonna just gonna keep saying that. Uh, the Chiefs have the worst defense that they've had in a minute. They've always had a bad defense, but this defense is atrocious. Yeah, just a bad weekend. You let the Texans do whatever they wanted. The Texans without Damian Pierce, offense of the NFL. Nico without, Collins, without their and best Brandon player. Cooks. Yeah, yep. So that's that's something to keep an eye on. You know they've got they've got one of the best offenses in the NFL, but. It's hard to cancel that out. So, uh, the Bengals, we hit it earlier. Best second half team I've ever seen. This is like the third or fourth time that they've been down at halftime. They came back and blew them out. I, maybe not blew them out, but one handily. Uh, the Commanders, did you watch that game or see what happened at the end? 
Yeah, the um, well, the pass interference and the illegal formation yep, so, was just... So the pass interference was shit, but the illegal formation, was it McLaurin or Dotson? McLaurin. I don't. I didn't play football, so I don't really know, but I thought when the receiver points to the side judge, that's a, hey, am I onside and not in an illegal formation? And then when the ref gives a thumbs up, doesn't that well, mean, so he yep, told you're him, good, man? He told him to move up a little bit, and he did. And then he checked okay. again with a thumbs up, and the ref didn't say anything. Okay. But it was like, dude, like he asked you. You told him to move up. He did. He checked with you. Yep. You didn't say anything. Yep. Like, that's that's shitty. Yeah. So that was that. They scored on that play, got the flag, had to go again, didn't score. So lost that game. I think they got fucked a little bit, but let's be real. They're both two bad teams anyways that shouldn't be in the playoffs. So hopefully – is there a way the Packers and Lions could get in? No, right? No chance. I don't think so. Could they both go? Well, the Packers are what six and eight. They could both go nine and eight. Would that be enough to get in over the Giants and Commanders? I don't think and so. And the Seahawks? I don't think it's possible. Wouldn't that be crazy? Imagine. Keep an eye on that. I mean, we'll know the last week. If I it's mean, like, oh, if, if the ties win, come into play, in. maybe. But I think I think since the. Well, no, the if commanders they both go 9 and 8. Tie. Yeah, but see, if the Giants and Commanders lose out, which is possible, it would be Packers. If the Giants, Commanders, and the Seahawks lose out, and I don't think they play each other, Green Bay and the Lions would get in if Green Bay wins out and the Lions only lose to Green Bay. Because they'd both be 9 and 8. The Giants would be 8, eight and 1. Is 8, 8 yeah, and 1 better than 9 and 8? No, it's not. I it's don't not. know. I, don't I think, think that's there's possible. a way. I think there. I think what I just described is if the Giants, Commanders, and Seahawks lose out, which I don't think they play each other, and the Packers beat the Lions the last week, they they would both get in. I guess yeah. we'll, we'll have to see. Hundred percent, and nobody else could sneak in because, yeah, holy shit! Keep an eye on that one. We'll find out if the Packers can beat the Dolphins. Uh, so Pages picks. Let's get through these because we well, are wow, hold up. Long. Um, Oh, we didn't we talk about the greatest sporting event that happened this oh, weekend. Yeah, that hey, I didn't get to watch the the World Cup. Argentina wins it. Messi finally gets one. Pretty cool. But I didn't get to watch it. I was bowling, but I caught the highlights. Argentina was up 2-0 in the 70th minute? 80th. No. He scored in the 80th and the 81st. No way. Are you serious? I promise you. All right, so anyways, Argentina's up 2-0. Mbappe scores two goals in one minute in the 80th minute to tie it up. They go into extra time. At this point, you got to be thinking France has the upper hand. They have the momentum, right? Messi comes out and scores in, like, what, the 108th minute or something? I think it was, like, it's the like, 100, oh. yeah, 107th. Or, no, it was the 100. It was in the first half of extra time. Okay. So it was like but the then you're like at that point second. At that point you're like, oh, it's over. He did score in the 80 and 81st. At that point you're like, oh, it's over. No big deal. Mbappe scores again in the 118th minute. Now they're going to pens. Two minutes that left. Is, it's crazy. Well, more than two because of stoppage. Just saying, yeah. I know my soccer. <laughs> Fair. They go to pens. Argentina wins it. Did you see the photos of Buenos Aires today? Yeah. Four million people to watch the cup ceremony. That's as many followers as Messi has on Instagram. 
Messi has way more than 4 million followers. There's no Oh, way. sorry. Yeah, no. He has 404 million. Followers. I was going to say, dude. There's no way. I I mis misunderstood you. I was going to say the the best Does this settle? Let's let's say this before we do Yes, Messi is better than Ronaldo. Does this settle it? Yes. I think it does. And Still also think I Pele saw is the best, down. but Yeah, but it's kind of that's kind of like the Jordan LeBron thing. Like just appreciate both different errors, yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, what was I going to say? I saw a stat. If you take out so goals and assists, but you can't count penalty kicks, Messi has like 150 more than Ronaldo. And now you add the World Cup. I think Ronaldo has more. How do you even pronounce it? Balloon, Balloon d'Or? Balloon yes. d'Or? Yep. I think Ronaldo has more. But, I mean, fuck, dude. World Cup probably takes everything. Once every four years, it's like, you gotta, you gotta beat everybody. I, I think that takes the cake. It was fantastic. But yeah, it looked like it would have been. A, honestly, it looked like an entertaining game to watch. Like I, I find it. Hard I got to up at ten for it, and I thought I was gonna fall asleep in the first half, and I decided to just stay awake for it. Yep. So glad I did. Yep. I, uh, I wish I could have watched it, but the highlights, man, the highlights made it awesome because it was just boom, 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 boom. Five minutes later, holy shit, what a game. Yep. So, all right, Paige's picks. We're going to do these quick. Uh, last week, everybody had a great week. Um, Frankie took over sole possession of first. He went 11-5. and five. He's now 126-95-2. Uh, I'm right behind him, though. I went 10-6. and six. I'm 125-96-2. Paige, 11-5 as well, 119-102-2. She's not out of it yet. We got three weeks to go. Anything can happen. So, uh, let's get right into it. I never have this open ready to go. I'm such an idiot. Jaguars and Jets, Thursday night. Paige has the Jags. I also am going to go with the Jags. Surprising Thursday night game. We all thought this was going to be a shit game beginning of the season, by the way. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I'm also taking the Jags. And, yeah, like you said, this might be a decent Thursday night game. Kind of excited. Uh, Bills and Bears. Paige has the Bills. I have the Bills. I've got the Bills as well. That's easy. Saints at the Browns. So this is where Paige's picks kind of get weird. Paige has the Saints. I have the Browns. I went back and forth on this one for a while. But I did tell myself I'm not taking the Saints until Jameis Winston is starting, so give me the Browns. Uh, Texans at the Titans. Paige has the Texans. I am also going to take the Texans. What? Just stay even, baby. Just stay even. Hmm. I'm taking the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. No. (laughs) See, here's the thing. I see what you're trying to do. All nine games, baby. I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do, and I'm not going to let it happen. All right. You know what? Get rid of the get rid of the Texans is my money or my long shot. I'm not doing it anymore. Void, void, void. I'm changing it to Michigan to win the national championship. Yep. Go fuck yourself. That's a scumbag thing to do. That is so scummy. I love it. Yeah, go fuck yourself. That's so fucked up. (laughs) Yep, give me the Titans. Uh, Seahawks at the Chiefs. Paige has the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Chiefs. It's all my game. Hey, man, it gets tough down the stretch. It gets tough down the stretch because I'm trying to jump you, but, oh, man. And it's my boy Gino. But I did say uh, 
I need the Seahawks to lose, so I'm I'm gonna take the Chiefs here. I I need to bet against the teams that I need my team that needs to lose. Wow, Jesus! Try to follow that one. I'm betting against the teams that the Lions need to lose to make the playoffs. Uh, Giants and Vikings. Page has the Vikings. I have the Vikings. I've got the Vikings too. Bengals at the Patriots. Yeah, this is uh, my lock. Paige is probably going to make it her lock if she had a pick. She's taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. Oh. (laughs) This is a a spot. This is a spot where I could flip and maybe be right, or I could fall further back. Hmm. Ooh. You know what? With the weather, I'm going to take the Patriots. I'll do it. I'll do it. I think they looked fine. You know, I just hopefully they don't lateral when they're a tie game going into overtime this time. Lions at the Panthers. Uh, Page has the Lions. I would assume you have the Lions. Absolutely. I'll take the Lions. Okay, all right. I was going to say. I was going to say. Made me nervous. Don't you think three is such a soft line, though? Like. Yeah, it does seem off. The Panthers have a bad defense a bad quarterback, and a below-average running back group. Like, yeah, I don't know. All right, Falcons-Ravens. Gross. Yeah, um, disgusting. Backup quarterback versus backup quarterback. Page Actually, the, look, they, did, yeah. they haven't ruled Lamar out yet, though. Page has the Falcons. I'm going to take the Ravens. Fuck. Um, so I initially had the Falcons. Then, before we recorded, I changed it to the Ravens. Now I'm thinking, man, this is a spot where I could do it. The Ravens looked really bad on Saturday. Yep, give me the Falcons. I'm going to take the chance that... I'm gonna the take Falcons the also that, looked really bad on Saturday. Or on I know, but they scored more points than the Ravens did, so give me the Falcons. Uh, Commanders at the Niners. Paige has the Niners. I have Brock Purdy. Yeah, I'll take the Niners, too. I need the Commanders to lose. Also, uh, Eagles at same. the Cowboys. No Jalen Hurts, probably. Paige has the Eagles. She probably didn't know, but that's fine. But it's the Cowboys. I know, I know. I'm a little shocked. Did you see before you – sorry. Did you see that the Eagles were plus one and a half? It jumped and to then five. It jumped to five when the news dropped? Crazy. Give me Gardner. I'm taking the Eagles. Really? Wow. I mean, that's a good pick because you get Gardner Minshew or maybe Jalen Hurts plays. They haven't ruled him out yet. Exactly. They He's said doubtful. his status was in doubt. You know, They didn't even say doubtful. They just said in doubt. That, that means thing. questionable to me. Uh, yeah, give me the Cowboys, though. Uh, they have so much more to play for than the Eagles. Cowboys the Eagles just need bad. to win. The Eagles need to win one more game to lock up the one seed, so... I think they're going to be cautious with Hurts because of playoffs. Uh, Raiders at the Steelers. Um, Paige has the Raiders. This game doesn't make any sense to me. I was actually looking for my locks, my locks and long shots before this, and uh, the Steelers are favored. Mm-hmm. I want the Raiders. I think the yeah, Raiders are a far better team. There's a reason the Steelers are favored, and you just you're the biggest square ever because the Steelers are going to win this game. I don't know if you know. But Mike Tomlin has never gone below 500. They're sitting at 6-8 and eight right now. Doesn't matter. At home. The Raiders, they're still bad. 
Steelers bad too. They won Pickett last got week. cleared. Yeah, on a miracle. If that game goes to overtime, the Patriots would have won. Devontae right. Adams. Packers, Dolphins. Paige has the Dolphins. I have the Packers. You're going to do it? Of course I am. All right, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Man, I th- this could be a week where you pull away or I flip-flop you. I mean, we have a lot different. We have more different than we did last week. Yeah, this is going to be a wild week. Broncos at the Rams, another stinker game. Paige has the Broncos. I'm... Oh, man. I have the Broncos written down, but I don't like it. No, I'm going to switch. I'm going to take the Rams. Wow. I've got the Broncos. Perfect. Mostly, that's that's a heart play again because the Rams need to lose for the Lions draft pick. So, But, like you said, I hate it. But, I mean, the Broncos didn't look atrocious. I think I trust Baker more than Brett Ripon. Yeah, but I trust... Denver's defense against Baker more than I trust the Rams' defense in general. Denver's got – did you know they point. have the second-best defense in the league? Yeah. So, yeah, give me that. Imagine if they had a quarterback, dude. Like, holy shit. Or a run game. Yeah. Honestly, if Javante didn't get hurt and Russell Wilson didn't suck, that's a playoff team. I agree. Uh, Bucks at the Cardinals. Paige has the Cardinals. I'm going to take the Bucks. I'm going to take the Bucks as well. Colt McCoy ain't it, and he gets hurt every game. Then Trace McSorley comes in and doesn't throw it on a dime. Uh, Final game, Chargers-Colts, Monday night. Paige has the Chargers. This is the game the Colts win. Oh! No way, dude. Monday night, weird game. Colts are going to win. I'm taking the Colts. Without Jonathan Taylor? Yep. All right. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. This has been Takes and Tutties. Frankie's officially gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Chargers. Dude, the Chargers are fighting for a playoff spot. The Colts just lost their Colts best Colts win weird games. Dude, Colts I win the, weird hey, games. I'll accept it right now. I'll be talking to you guys next week in first place. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see. What? We'll be seeing. All right. Why don't you uh, load up DraftKings there while uh, I'll hit my do not bet. Uh, Devin Singletary, anytime touchdown. That's it for this week. Fuck that guy. Scumbag. Yeah. So pissed. So pissed. Um, while I try to find lightning, just read off what I have and I'll explain why. All right. You've got Cowboys. Oh yeah. Uh, parlay last leg was the Cowboys thought it was a lock. If so, here's the thing too. I was in retirement. I had that parlay going and I had, um, the NFC North parlay going. If that first parlay with the Cowboys would have won, I was going balls to the walls, entire count on the Bengals. That would have won, and then the NFC North parlay would have won. I would have been looking great. But no, the Cowboys had to fuck everything up. Yep. You've also got Bill's spreads. We know that one. Self-explanatory. Mason Plumley. (laughs) So I tried to start a 10-day 10K challenge this week because that was going around on Twitter. Uh, Hit day one easily. Day two started... I lost on day two. Uh, so then I decided, you know what? I'm going to run it back again day two. Yeah, day two I decided to put Mason Plumley over in points, rebounds, and assists. And it wasn't even close. And it was like points and rebounds. And it was at 18 and a half. You couldn't get 18 and a half combined points and rebounds as a big man? 
I was going to say, and he was playing too because they got guys banged up. Yeah, he had like four fouls in the first half, and I just knew it was <laughs> over. And I was like, dude, I never should have trusted you. Why can't I find lightning roulette? Uh-oh, is it gone? It's not under live dealer. It's not under roulette. Hang on, let me look. Um, while we're doing this, let's do a weekend preview. Uh, I've got family Christmas this weekend. They'll be fun. Uh, I think I'm going to go out Friday night on Christmas Eve Eve. And um, I've got Monday off, so I get to go and go into X golf. And I got bowling that night, so it'll be fun. What about you? What do you got this weekend? Well, I don't really know what I have going on this weekend. I was supposed to go back home to Wisconsin for Christmas. Uh, but it's looking... Like, we're supposed to get 12 to 20 inches of snow here in Michigan. Uh, so I have a pretty good feeling like I might be uh, snowed in. So might not be doing much this weekend. Dude, I we'll cannot find this. Hang on, mine won't even load. Are they down right now? This is a terrible situation. What else can we do while we wait? I don't know. It's we're right there. Under, it's right there. Live dealer roulette. Oh, it's under live dealer? It's on, yeah, you go to Live Dealer, and then you right. click Live Dealer Roulette. You load that, and then you have to click Lightning. Oh, okay. I'm about to oh, fart, yep, so I apologize I if you can hear it on the mic. I don't think you could hear that, so I shouldn't even have said anything. I, I should have just apologized after if it was loud. Um, right. So how many numbers do I get? Did Paige choose something? Um, she did not, but while it's loading... No, I'll share my let's screen. Just, let's just both do four. It's our six month, not hers. Okay, you're right. You're right. All right, uh, I want. See. I'm gonna do. Oof, what do I want? I want. Uh, but I want fourteen. Well, we're gonna. We say eight five dollar ones. I can't. It won't load. Okay. Yep. Yep. And I want. Do you want me to? How do you want me to do this? I'll put mine on the sheet so you can just see them. 14, I want 8, I want 23, 22, and okay. 9. That's five numbers. God damn it. All right, I'm getting rid of 23. 22 and 9. There we go. Okay, so read me yours. 14, 8, 22, and 9. Twenty-four, thirty-two, and thirty-one. All right. If this is a three, I'm gonna be so pissed. It's really laggy for me, so I might be delayed in their reaction. Okay. Here we go for Ooh, the six-month anniversary. Let's get some or nine. Nine is uh, boosted fifty nine. times. Nice, nice. It'd be a nice little payday. Come on, baby. Oh, man, it's so laggy. We're in. Nine! Nine! Let's go! <laughs> Two Let's go! Big. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> six months, baby. Happy six-month anniversary, everybody. Wow. Let's go! <laughs> Dude, it danced so around sick. nine, too. Oh, that's fucking that awesome. That was electric. <laughs> oh. Let's go! Oh, shit. What a way to end wow. the show. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Let's hit some tanks. Adore some tunnies. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave a review if you haven't already. Shout out to My you guys. Six-month anniversary. Merry Christmas. Have a great Christmas, everybody. See you.